Let's pray. Thank you, O God, for your nearness to us. Thank you for the ways that you are present. Help us, O God, open the ears of our hearts now to hear your voice. and to be willing to walk in your ways. Amen. Hear the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest feast. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. And from the rule of Benedict, it's prologue. Listen carefully, my child, and incline the ear of your heart. Today we talk about our value of listening here at Abbey Way. Listening is the heart of the ethos of Abbey Way. We take listening pretty seriously here. Since the very beginning of our life together, listening has been embraced as a core spiritual practice. We have believed that listening, in its very essence, would help to form our personal becoming in Christ and our emerging identity as a community of faith. Learning to listen to God and listen to each other was and is persistently encouraged and consistently practiced here. In gatherings large and small, slowing to listen, opening to listen, is always an important part of who we are as a community. The people of Abbey Way have demonstrated through our years as a church an intentional willingness to come humbly near the living God and near each other, as frail and human as these shapes may be, with the posture of listening. Sure, none of us are perfect listeners. We fall down and get back up quite a lot here. Yet, yes, our anxieties and agendas get in the way from time to time. Yes, sometimes in our worry or our woundedness or our assumptions, our ears close. But despite our own struggle, 
whether individual or corporate, internal or external. We must not get stuck in the knowledge that we do fail and will fail time and time again. It is what we do when our listening is compromised that is important. Can we, will we, choose to turn our hearts again to listen? Each moment is new. Each moment brings a choice. The hope today is that, you know, I have seen, I have witnessed us listen to each other here at Abbey Way. I've seen it in you. I've experienced it in myself. I remember a new monastic workshop in the springtime years of our past history. When we listened for a whole day to, let, to letters written to our future church about who we desired to, to become. The letters and their contents may be long gone from our corporate memory, even though they're stuck in a file in my drawer somewhere. <clears throat> but if you were there, you might have remembered that that day we sang between the letters these words. We have come to seek you, O God. Just as we are, we come. We have, been, we have come to be sought by you. Just as we are, we come. The whole day, that long, wondrous, hard day of listening was knit together by a song of seeking and being found by the one who desired to be listened to and from. It was quite a glorious moment, looking back on it. It wasn't a noteworthy day, mind you, because a 10-year strategic plan was declared at the strike of the 3 o'clock hour when we ended. It was a magnificent moment of shared life because we walked in God's good way of listening for six whole hours as a budding community of faith. We feasted. We feasted, as Isaiah 55 says, on the finest food. Listening has always been a part of who we are as a church. To embrace the value of listening is not easy, though. It requires our whole selves. I think Henry Nouwen's description of listening, both its definition and fruit-bearing properties, is profound. He writes, To listen is very hard because it asks of us so much interior stability that we no longer need to prove ourselves by speeches, arguments, statements, or declarations. True listeners no longer have an inner need to make their presence known. 
I haven't arrived here, but anyway. True listeners no longer have an inner need to make their presence known. They are free to receive, to welcome, to accept. Listening is much more than allowing another to talk while waiting for a chance to respond. Listening is paying full attention to others and welcoming them into our very beings. The beauty of listening is that those who are listened to start feeling accepted, start taking their own words more seriously, and discovering their own true selves. Listening is a form of spiritual hospitality by which you invite strangers to become friends, to get to know their inner selves more fully, and even to dare to be silent with you. To listen to God, to listen to others, changes and humbles us. It keeps us low to the earth, near to the ground, and there we are challenged to continually embrace our changing form, yielding, sometimes willingly, sometimes not, like clay in a potter's hands. Listening will challenge us to lay aside all the ramblings in our heads so we can hear each other. I don't know about you, but sometimes it seems I listen only as much as I need to so that I can volley back a much better, more well-conceived, so I think, idea as in a debate. I get thinking up here, and I stop listening out there. In the instant I turn my own thoughts inside my head, turn my thoughts to my turn myself to my thoughts inside my head, instead of clarifying what I'm hearing, I can assume, boy, can I assume, I know what the person is saying. That I can assume I, can, I know their heart. Rather than really waiting and wondering to understand. I can appear pretty good like I'm listening. I'm pretty skilled at appearing like I am listening. <laughs> but sometimes I've really stopped. I've really stopped. And you know what I find out in that process is that when I'm not listening well, my heart closes. And I lose the possibility of the human connection that is available to me in that moment. I lose it. I lose it. I lose the opportunity to make that human connection in that moment. Dang, I did it again. Listening requires us to make soul space to receive the person who is speaking. This is true whether we are posturing to listen to God, another, 
and even our own hearts. You know, I struggle when my capacity is small, when I'm too busy or feel too upset or I'm tired. I don't listen well when I perceive that the other does not have my best interest at heart or is angry with me. I don't listen well then. I don't listen well when I don't think I'm valued by the person. I'm like, why do I say anything anyway? (laughs) Why am I listening to them? Why am I there? I can go into protection mode and I can wall myself up rather than open myself up to others. Or, on my feisty days, I can take the opposite stance, swinging away, boxing at an enemy that may or may not be real. Like I'm ready for a fight and I haven't even listened to what they have said. Oh my gosh. Not good listening. Not good listening at all. When it comes to listening to God, I wonder if sometimes I don't take time to be still and quiet because I don't think I will actually hear anything. Maybe deep down somewhere, even after all these years of walking with Jesus, I don't think I'm that valuable that God might speak to me now. Maybe somewhere in there, there's that. Or maybe I don't slow down enough to open my heart to hear because I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear, whatever that is. I don't want to hear. Or maybe I am practicing what Parker Palmer calls practical atheism that thinks, you know, life is all up to me anyway, so why do I have to stop and pause and hear what God has to say? Let's just do it. Or let's just not do that. I don't don't think I stop to listen to God when I think my way, whatever that means, is the best way. But that's not what the ancient text teaches us. Listen to me, God says through the words of Isaiah, listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. It is in the practice of listening to God that we find life, so Isaiah says. Closed off, we do not. Open wide, we do. It is important to remember the practice of listening to God, others, and our own hearts are deeply, deeply intertwined. Our lack of skill or willingness in one area is reflected in another. I'll say that again. Our lack of skill or willingness in one area is reflected in the other. Conversely, a widening open availability of our own heart's ear towards God, neighbor, or self deepens the ability and capacity in another area. 
They're all knit together. They are all interrelated. For it is in the practice of listening we discover more of who we are and our connectedness to God's good way. As we open to listen, the world becomes closer and more intimate. Maybe this is, this is because, as St. Benedict instructs in his rule, the act of listening requires a willingness to encounter the other, to receive the stranger, to extend hospitality as Christ. When we do this, when we do this, something mysterious is experienced. Something mysterious is encountered. Something inside of our own very selves begins to transform. It is as if the very boundaries of what we know of ourself and how the world is begins to be extended and expanded. We move into an encounter of sacredness with all that is, with Christ as its center. When we look to Jesus, our Lord, he is our exemplar. He is our exemplar. Jesus embodied a listening presence during his sojourn on earth. He was not afraid to enter into conversations with those who were considered outsiders or even his enemies. He always came near, ready to listen and ready to speak. Present. Always present. If we take Jesus' example as a teacher, we can see listening does not always involve speech. We don't have to use our words to listen. We don't have to be in a space where there's actually conversation to be listening. I learned that over and over again at Good Sam with the residents I walked with. Listening is not all about this, you know? It's not. We listen with our physical presence. We listen with our stillness, not just like I'm, okay, I'm standing still, so I must be listening. <laughs> we listen with our stillness, our willingness to be still inside so that we can open up to hear. We listen, we can learn to listen, we listen with our souls, with our souls, with how God has created us. We listen with our souls, that interior capacity to connect with the spiritual. We listen deep, you know, we... You know, again, everything's interrelated. So physical listening is related to spiritual listening. It's all 
learn in one area, we learn in another area, but we can learn to listen with our souls. Not only to other human beings, but to the world's breath, the world's cry, the world's hunger. We learn to listen with our very being. We learn. We learn. We fall down. We get up. We fall down. We get up. We turn again. We turn again to God. We turn again to neighbor. We turn again to friend. We turn again to our own selves to listen, to listen. We are always on the journey to listen. We are always on the journey to listen. May God gift us with the grace that we may always seek to be listening people, a people who listens to God, each other, and our own hearts. Let's pray. Expand our capacities to listen, O oh God. Stretch us, shape us, form us. Help us as individuals be listeners. Help us as a church to be listeners. Help us to continue, by your mercy, be learners of this grace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.